Record. We are recording. Wow. Woo! Here Woo! we are today. Woo! What do we got, Matt? We're back. And we got a special guest today, We're too, back. don't we? Yeah, a little hiatus and brought a special guest back from the dead. Back from the dead. It's amazing. He it took a real good shaman to get me back. Trey, how, I'm here. How did you survive that fish bite? Uh, it was pretty painful, you know. Uh, had some good doctors, a good team, uh, medical professionals that, uh, you know, took a I'm lot of I'm disappointed that you just survived and that you're not a ghost or phantom or who or right. goblin. <laughs> no, this is real me, real Trey in oh, the okay. flesh. Real Trey yeah. in the flesh. Right. And we've, well, maybe next time. We've also got a, another major update. The, the long-term host of this show, Matt Miller... He has had a change of location. You may have noticed that his his voice is quite muffled. Yeah, quite calling it internationally from yeah. España. España. Madrid. So, yeah, it's been a little while, but uh, we're going to try to do this video call yeah. for this new episode. Our favorite concerts. Well, just concerts. Not favorite general, concerts. I yeah, I would yes. say just all concerts. Mm-hmm. Shows, live music acts, live music. Yeah, live music experiences that we've that we've ever had and quite a few of them we have shared together um yeah i think it'll be interesting to see our like timeline here and see how (laughs) uh how much we remember and when they converge and diverge and um yeah it's gonna be really funny yeah like i'm just gonna say it right off the bat definitely the haziest year of my life is sophomore year of college <laughs> i have no idea what shows we went to if any and like so, yeah and like putting them like in like yeah we went in that month but was this one before or after and was that even the same year like right. so yeah. riley and i this no, we'll, morning we'll get into it we'll get into it yeah, but yeah. we should talk about the beers first since this is beers. uh the internet's yeah. best music and, and beer podcast. podcast it's true what Friendship. are you guys drinking um so Trey and I both got a couple growlers at. We're gonna. We're. This is not a sponsorship, but um, we went down to the Daily Growl here in Columbus, Ohio. We we've had a change of location. It's right down the street from us in, German, in beautiful German Village, Ohio. Um, and I got a growler of uh, Jackie O's um, Java the Stout, and it's it's a delicious Java Stout. If you couldn't guess by the name, um, very tasty. I'm not. Uh, it's now that it's getting colder out. I've been enjoying the uh, kind of the, the darker beers, the stouts, and the coffee tasting ones, and, and it's it's a good one. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I picked up a a Columbus Brewing um, beer that is uh, was sponsored by the ALS campaign. So a few breweries got to do this, and it's called the uh, the Columbus Ales for ALS and. They had like a special selection of hops and different things that they gave to different breweries to make an IPA. Um, so I'm trying CBCs, and uh, it's pretty good. It's uh, it tastes pretty similar to their regular Columbus IPA, but uh, you know it's for a good cost. So, so drink yeah, do you up. Taste any even better compared to the regular CBC IPA. It's fairly similar, I'd have to yeah. say. I can't really pick yeah. apart the exact differences. Matt, yeah. I got a. Uh, I have a beer from Barcelona, actually. Ooh. It's a double a- IPA called Z-List. Um, it's Z? Super like fresh. Zed? Z, Zed, yes. Okay. Zed-List. <laughs> There's like a sheep in, on front. That's the picture on the can. It's pretty sweet. It's interesting here. They list all the ingredients. So they list like all the malts they use. Oh, damn. All the hops. Is that a Spanish use. thing or is that just a... Thing? I think it, yeah, it might be like a law in Spain or something. 
but it's from Garage Beer Company. Is and it, it, this one came highly recommended by the uh, woman at the beer shop. Is and it she told in me in English or otherwise I would have no is, idea what she was saying. Is the craft beer scene in Spain as as big as the United, no, United States it's one? it's tiny. Like, there's okay. only, like, maybe three shops in all Madrid that actually sell craft beer. Oh, wow. And, like, no bars really have craft beer. What it's they, actually super annoying. What do they drink there? Just, like, shitty regular beer. I don't even know what the main one is. Okay. Heineken is, like, the main beer here. Yeah. They got Bud Light on tap? <laughs> No, American. they don't even have, like, American <laughs> cheap, uh, like, adjunct lagers. They just have, like, Heineken and, like, these other super cheap beers. It's really... And wine. Like, everyone drinks wine here, and I guess that's why. But whatever. I'm about to get heated over this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, why it's, that's, that's why we're the number one beer podcast. We haven't really had this... That's interesting. Like, we've never had that kind of... Car- like, I didn't know about beer outside of the United that's true. States. And yeah, yeah we. I, I looked up. I was like, "Yeah, Matt's in Spain. We should get some Spanish beer to drink." And I looked up like the top ten popular Spanish beers on Google, and had never heard yeah. of a single one. And they're not yeah, around it, at all. It's super disappointing. Mm-hmm. But to tie it into La shows, when I see the Menzingers in Germany, Ooh. maybe they'll have some good beers in Germany. You know, I think that I think they might have some good beers in Germany. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. Hope so. I don't know if the, the craft anyways, beer, this though. One is, this one is good, though. This yeah. Z-List double IPA is good, so the ones that they do have are good, at least. All right, all of our Spanish listeners, go out there and get it. Start oh, yeah, should we, should we do, like, a translation, do this entire thing in Spanish <laughs> yeah. for our Spanish listeners? <laughs> That'd be a good homework. Bienvenidos. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess that concludes the beer segment of our podcast. Yeah, let's um, talk concerts. Let's talk okay, concerts. Oh, yeah, let's, let's get into the timeline. So yeah. like, should we, should we do pre-college, pre-college first, and then like, we kind of each yeah, tell our pre-college both, tale, and then yeah, both of you guys tell me. So what was like your first concert experience, first live show? Yeah, for, that was an easy one for me. I know Trey had some difficulty even <laughs> remembering, remembering it, but for oh, me, really? I specifically, well, I guess I'll give some context where, um, I don't know if my parents like my dad didn't like me going to live shows or if he thought I was too young to start going but I like didn't really go to any in like junior high and most throughout most of high school at all um mainly because of that and because like a lot of my friends didn't like music as much as I did and I didn't hang out with people who liked music that much so it was not a huge part of my life live music wasn't yeah mainly listening on Pandora or CDs or or whatever uh, so I was really ecstatic when my dad did take me to my first show. I, I think it was my eighth grade year of junior high and we went and saw a, uh, bluegrass legend, Doc Watson, old ass dude. I don't know if he was yeah. in his eighties at the time, blind. Um, but Duke can shred on guitar. Um, I had grown up listening to a lot of his music. Uh, my grandpa was a huge bluegrass dude. So I grew up listening to this guy. Um, I knew all of his like songs, and it was just a, kind of an experience to see him in, in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, in, oh, this, nice. in this nice little theater, and uh, yeah, see a, see a legitimate legend uh, of music perform. That's sweet. And, and were you like hooked? You're like, yes, this is the way to experience music, or was it? Uh, no, like, oh, I didn't. Was... You know, I didn't. It was cool, but yeah, I didn't quite love seeing live music as as much as I would grow into loving it at that at that moment like it was cool to see it's cool to be hanging out like with my dad in an interesting city that i'd never been to 
and yeah. um but that was kind of like as critical as i got of it essentially that's that's as yeah. far as it went and but, then, but you didn't go to many shows like throughout after, high school yeah throughout high school after that the next one was literally the next show i went to was literally that is notable like i saw some people play shitty bands like their high school bands play and stuff in in various oh yeah we we have to talk about that yeah. <laughs> in like in different like venues around cincinnati but like the next actual notable headline band wasn't until freshman year of college for me so oh really yeah okay so yeah that's kind of my first and only pre-college <laughs> uh live show experience which is kind of if you know me now it probably seems a little that is strange very different yeah it um, is strange but yeah i mean i loved music right. but I just didn't see it live often yeah trey you you go oh man so um, when I was in high school, I guess, well, I guess I should start with like my first concert. Um, yeah. that was probably my first like major concert that I went to was in, uh, 2008. I saw Flight of the Concords at the, uh, Schottenstein Center and, um, Oh eight. Yeah. Okay. But that was like my first, like you go into like this arena, like tons of people, big crowd, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have like the big monitors on the side of the stage and. That was just a crazy experience, even though it wasn't for, like, I don't know, Flyers of Concords are a comedy group, but it's not really just, like, music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but So that was, like, my first experience doing that. Um, other than that, there were, like, smaller shows around, like, where I grew up in Fredertown, and, like, um, there were a bunch of high school bands that, like, used to play around. Dude, um, what was the name of the high school band that you played for me that one time? <laughs> that I played for? <laughs> Yeah. I was never in high yeah, school. Yeah, but... they were really good. No, no, no. Really the one that I went to a lot, um, Seven Story Coalition. It was like a bunch of my friends from yes. high school. Um, they played at this like little, it was like a church run um, community center thing for teens. And they had like a little, they had, <laughs> it's, it's like exactly what you imagine. Like, uh, <laughs> so it, you walk in, there's kids with like fingerless gloves and black like outfits on and yeah. stuff. and. What was that? Um, what was like the biggest uh, that like the biggest kind of punk rock uh, Christian band? What was their name? The biggest punk rock Christian band? Yeah, well, like or like rock and roll Christian band. So I should say that like okay, so in Fredericktown we had this festival, this music festival is called called Rock Fest, R O C C, and it was one of the local churches. They they put a bunch of money together and they got like huge names to come. Like the headliner was Devil Wears Prada, playing in this tiny little. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, town we have like three stoplights so (laughs) it's a small little town and just these uh, huge like like massive conservative people come together and then just witnessing devil wears prada like on a huge stage and Mm -hmm. that was just kind of mind-blowing to me because i didn't think that people from my town would have like would listen to like screamo christian rock and yeah so like that was kind of just high school yeah, that's what. Like, I also had a similar experience because I would go see like my friends' bands, like at the local places. But then, like, uh, like our band would also play like some of the local places. So that was a lot of. But Trey, did you go to uh, like Warp Tour in high school? I did. I did. Um, so which I went, ones did you go to? I went to. Uh, let's see. I went to Cincinnati in two thousand and eight, and then uh, two thousand. Okay, I went. I went to Detroit in two thousand eight. 2007, I went to Cleveland, I believe. Nice. Or Cuyahoga dude, it, Falls. Dude, it, was uh, it at, was it at Blossom? Yeah. It was at Blossom? Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, is that Blossom? No, yeah, that, that was actually, so Blossom's where I think I saw my first concert, which was Project Revolution Tour. Shout out to Phil for taking me. <laughs> it, dude, it was, the headliner was Linkin Park, and we also oh, saw dude, Taking Back Sunday in My Chemical Romance. I think that was my first concert experience. Uh, Matt and Wentz. that was the shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. <laughs> That's like, that set up everything for the rest of my life, I think. <laughs> Yeah, man, Lincoln Park. Was that so, like, had they, they just dropped Meteor at that, that point? Like, they were at, like, the absolute peak. I think that it was basically, like, the peak of their popularity, pretty much. Wasn't that Minutes but, to Midnight, though, That during that time? Yeah, oh, yeah Lincoln, Lincoln Park was the headliner. They were huge. They were, yeah, Minutes to Midnight. And My Chemical Romance had just came out with the Black Parade. So they were also huge at the time. Yeah. Like, that was, like, a crazy show to see. But uh, dude, at Warp Tour 2008, there was like, we saw like 303 Motion City soundtrack, Angels and Airwaves was like the headliner. And dude, it was also when uh, Katy Perry was like nobody. And she was at Warp Tour and like blew up. But anyway, so that was like my pre college uh, concert experience. Well, did you go to lots of Warp Tours after? I was like. No, I only went to one. I had the, I had the option to go to. Warped tour, but I was like a like a contrarian little like prick, and I was like, eh, it's not cool. I don't want to go. Uh, <laughs> it was. It I kind of wish I would have gone experience. at this point. Now it blew my mind. Yeah. Like that was yeah. the first like punk thing that I'd ever really gone to. And, like mm-hmm. walking around with like uh, kids like our age, and there were people like there was like a half pipe and like skaters, and I was like, these are yeah. my people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. If you're getting into concerts, like uh, kind of like festival like that is like a a crazy experience it, does work tour is still going on correct? yeah it's still yeah. going i don't know who plays there. yeah but. it's like what are the bands because i know they're like festivals are now huge like there's a million different festivals you can go to in the summer like warp tour doesn't um like have the corner yeah. like have cornered the market on that like anymore so i, I think I, I think they still focus on like rock music stuff yeah i i honestly i'm talking out of my ass i have no idea so i just looked up uh for 2017 i recognize almost nobody (laughs) yeah uh the only notable one that i can see is bowling for soup (laughs) oh and that's kind (laughs) of sad because they were like headlining back when we were like in junior high and high school and stuff that is sad okay but so if we fast forward to college though i think we all experienced Weezer, yeah. right? That was like we the did. main one. I yeah, I was yeah. Matt and I were both at Weezer, yeah. So so for our for our listeners, this yeah, we all converged at this point. We all met each other very early on freshman year, and Weezer was the free concert that OSU put on, um, which uh, they kind of uh, blew their load at that point because they didn't have another cool one after that. But um, yeah. <laughs> like, but it was sick to have Weezer like right it was in and for me and Matt it was right it was in front of our dorm room like we just walked out and Weezer was like in front in our front door it was sick that was an incredible concert too yeah and um it was so good Trey Trey, did you go I did not I was not there that evening Trey that was wild yeah and um and I I know like I grew up listening to Weezer and loving like the Blue Album not in and the green album not even though at this point I, I have less fond thoughts about the green album but like the blue album was like a formative album for me and to actually get to see weezer 
uh, for in quotation marks free um, was pretty awesome. Like, and we we just because it was so close to our dorm, we could just kind of walk out and squeeze into like the front row essentially. Um, yeah. And that uh, was an excellent yeah, free it, concert. And they they played all of like the hits. They played some of the newer stuff. Um, I remember what, what album was like the newest one? Though? It was like it was probably Hurley or like the Red album. I can't remember what the. They, yeah, it was still in the good. point where they hadn't made a good album in a little while. Um, yeah. But I remember like Rivers put on like a blonde wig and started singing like Lady Gaga and then was like s- crowd surfing around and like someone put him up on top of a porta potty, like, <laughs> and I was like this and 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 keep in mind like this is our first week in college. And I was yeah. like, this, like, this is life now. This is awesome. And then life eventually crushed that expectation. But like for the for the mo- brief moment in time, that was like the best. And like just such an experience that you would not have had outside of like leaving your home and going off to some. Yeah. At the time, where like, would you where would you like just off the top of your head? Where would you rank that Weezer concert of like your favorite concert? Favorites or like. Um, uh, just favorites like is it in your like your top five or top ten I, I would probably put it in top ten I haven't actually ranked I haven't, that's a funny thing I haven't tried to rank them even though I do know my favorites I yeah, would definitely put I, I didn't try ranking either but I'd definitely I'm put it in the top curious. top ten though and I've got a list of like over 30 here so um, yeah I'd definitely put it in the top ten too and I think I have 40 on my list right now yeah but yeah that was awesome show but Okay, so was the first show that we all went to uh, Skrillex? <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> all right. And I was about to say, I have, my, I have back-to-back Skrillex concerts, actually. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think the next one that we all went to, which is hilarious, the thing about us going to Skrillex, but we went to, we went, there was another college-ass thing to do at the time. We Dubstep to, was all the rage. Dubstep, yeah. Well, let's, let's take a little time, time capsule back to... 2010 and let's actually take a little meander here to talk about dubstep for a little bit um what was your first experience of dubstep dude i think it was uh just like in the dorm i don't know who played it first probably like was it crescent or hume just like guys listen to this to this and it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what is that dude and uh, for me it was i was at a party um with the 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 guys on the volleyball team who lived on our floor and and they were they were at like the yeah. upperclassmen volleyball players house and they someone put that on and i had never heard it before i was like what the hell is this music and then they all proceeded to smash everything in their living room like they they broke light bulbs that were plugged into the ceiling like oh and smash and started and like sort of smashing box fans and stuff and i was like this is insane like this is this is literal insanity distilled into like a musical form and um it, that, that like blew my mind that sounds what like is- a skit that's kind of like unreal like uh- yeah, it, it like overcame them and they were like had a out of body experience or just smashing everything like yeah, and dubstep lasted what like two years six months or something like that? <laughs> yeah at least uh, probably on our on our radar like yeah probably by the end of the year we i don't think i wasn't listening to dubstep very much but like okay i don't want to get like too much into this but like yeah. histor- historically has like any other genre ever been so short-lived as a thing 
I it went from like mass people still listen to it, but it's to, yeah, people like, still, like, maybe I don't know, like um, what's it called, vaporwave? I don't know, vaporwave still, I guess. <laughs> like yeah, fairly popular, I'd say. Yeah. Then also this, outside, this, outside of like the college or like kids scene, like young kids scene, like mm-hmm. did many people even know what dubstep was? I can't imagine my grandmother turning my on dad the radio did. and just getting down to some dubstep. And like Key and Peele had a whole skit on it on like it sounds like your party. Yeah. Yeah, it it just got pretty. It got significantly popular, I think, for a minute. Yeah, but then just like tail dived after that. I think it was because it, it was a little one note, essentially. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a whole, whole lot you can do with it. People were just yeah. making the same song over and over again. Yeah. What else did we go to uh, freshman year? So for me, I have Skrillex, and then I said Skrillex again, because <laughs> um, I don't think. So correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think, at least I didn't go into to anything between Skrillex the first time and then Skrillex when they were the next free show in the South Oval. Um, maybe Matt or Trey, you have something in between there. But for well, me, that was the only one I could go to Starfucker. Was that freshman or sophomore year? That was sophomore year, and that's yeah. the one that I have right after Skrillex again. Okay. Yeah, I have uh, Lupe Fiasco. Was, I went Sorry. to that okay. show at the end of freshman year with you. We were there for like 10 minutes, and then the show was over. We got there so late, and it was raining. It was terrible. It's not even worth mentioning. Was it outside? Yeah, it was out. It was at Express Live. Okay. Yeah, not very notable. It was a fiasco, you might say. <laughs> Ooh. I would say that, and I do say that all the time. I think Dude, but, then, uh, but then when we saw Skrillex again, it like sucked. Oh yeah. yeah, it was bad. The Who second, was the other band that was, it was playing with Mac? Him? Mac DeMarco? Oh, Mac, Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. It was Mac Miller. Yeah, That's Mac what his Miller. name was. Yeah. Yeah, and he came out like two hours late, and mm-hmm. it was like it was all muddy in the shitty field, and nobody wanted to really be there. I don't know. It wasn't a good. It was not as good as we remembered Skrillex being the first time. Which I should say, um, like Skrillex. It was like just right pre before Skrillex and Dubstep became huge, like we were saying. So like, it was a rather small venue for him and for us yeah. to see him at. It was like a, a couple hundred maybe or something. Yeah, like, that sounds about right. Relatively, but small. we were all packed in like sardines, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's like a theme that we could trace along across, like this conversation is like the smaller and more intimate the show, the better usually. Oh, most absolutely. Definitely. I like. Yeah. I don't like the big arena shows. I don't really seek them out too often. Yeah, like yeah. If we skip to like the future, like I don't even like arena shows like at all, pretty much anymore. You can barely I see the think... stage unless you're close enough to. I mean, if you pay for the good seats, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even then, it's just like you're not really like part of like the experience as much. I. But I was thinking about it. The only shows that I really see anymore that are like big like venues or like stadium shows are rap concerts like hip-hop like i saw kanye kendrick oh i totally forgot kanye chance the rapper i forgot to write down yeah gotta add that one yeah but yeah it's just like those are the only like stadium shows that i see anymore and i don't like outside of those three rappers that i've already seen i don't care so so i i do have to say though a way that an arena show can make itself excellent, uh, a la Kanye, make it an art experience. Make it like yeah. a visual feast that you would not be able to see anywhere else. Mm-hmm. If you go to like a huge arena show and they just play the song, they just 
are a band on a stage playing music and nothing else happening, yeah, you don't feel connected or in, or like engaged at all. Um, at least I don't. But if it's yeah. like, like in in the example of the Kanye West show, um, it's like there's these insane like lasers going on and he's flying around on essentially a magic carpet stage like above yeah. this like pit of people with this spotlight beaming down on just a fraction of uh, like who's ever underneath the thing and they're all going nuts like that is that is special and that's like that makes going to like a big arena show with hundred like tens of thousands of other people worth it and interesting but if yeah. you're just at a huge arena show and like metallica is i, I, I don't know why i say metallica <laughs> but like a band is just there playing music mm-hmm. and just on stage just on stage like just like any other show but just with a bunch yeah. of other people it's not as cool yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because mm-hmm. um, I had actually forgotten about this concert. I didn't have it on my list, but I went to see Arcade Fire um, yeah. when Reflector came out at the Schottenstein Center, and they did just that. There was things going on all the time, little characters coming out during mm-hmm. songs, walking around. I distinctly remember this uh, person dressed in a suit made of mirrors that uh, they kept shining lasers at and different lights at, and mm-hmm. like... This person like walked up through the middle of the crowd and was just like kind of dancing like slowly and turning around like a human disco ball and like that yeah. just draws your attention and it makes the experience you, you more get that, worthwhile. You get that more than like if it, they're just playing the music, it's like, I'll just stay at home and uh, listen to the album. Mm-hmm. But like you don't get that the art side of the thing mm-hmm. just doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be part of something bigger, like a more artistic like experience for sure. Yep. So the next one on your list is Starfucker then at Kenyon College. Starfucker at Kenyon. That was great. Um, and, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think we were supposed to be there, but we were. No, absolutely not. It you had like, to have your friend yeah, get we, us student passes. Yeah, I had a, our fr- my friend Woody, uh, yeah, like, had had to, like, finagle his way through, like, the student services facility and, like, get us... Guest passes. Guest passes, and that was, like, the guy didn't want to give us any guest passes. It was kind of a... I remember we went, and then, like, I thought it was just going to be us, but then, like, a bunch of your friends wanted to, like, ended up mm-hmm. coming, too, and we had, like, 20, <laughs> 20 people that Woody had to, like, get in, and I felt bad in the, after that, because mm-hmm. I was, like... I told him it was just going to be, like, you, me, and Matt, and Encore, and people mm-hmm. like that. Well, we thought it was a public thing. That's what, yeah. We didn't think that there yeah, was going to be Yeah, I didn't know he had, to get us, or... he had to get us wristbands, um... The thing is, though, there was a gate, and we didn't even... You could just stand outside the gate. And, and you still, can still listen to it. Yeah. But I think... The, what My takeaway from the show is how strange Kenyon College is. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I, like, more so than the music, I was more intrigued by, like, the people there. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like... I was extremely fascinated by the people. Just, like, I assume they're all, like, kind of rich East Coasters who, who want to live, like, the bucolic lifestyle in like the ohio wilderness and they go to this little tiny private arts private college like in ohio middle of nowhere and like which is really do, do, do drugs it's really strange yeah, to me because it's like drugs. they're wanting to get away from the people that yeah. they're used to being around but if all of those people go to the same location they all still around the same people yeah. <laughs> they all want to like go to like write walden like they just want to like live in the woods and like write the next like beautiful poetry piece like i don't i don't understand yeah that's that's what they all want to be but Um, it's like a beautiful campus that was another takeaway it was like in the it was just like in a forest almost pretty Mm -hmm. much it was like yeah uh, like gorgeous gothic architecture Mm -hmm. um yeah it's a it's a pretty campus 
Um, but yeah, that was that oh. was a fun show. Yeah, so that was sophomore year then. Okay, so <laughs> my timeline is already fucked up. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Matt, Matt, for me, so this is the next one I have. Odd Future. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Okay, thought, cool. So was that sophomore year? That was like that was, really Odd Future was year. Odd Future was junior year because Ian was with us and it was like it was like early junior year, like one of the first shows of junior year. Okay, okay, yeah, that's how I did my timeline too. I was like, all right, was Ian with us? So it was probably <laughs> junior year. Yeah, but I know you asked me if if Weezer was my favorite concert, and I wasn't able to say that. Odd Future is definitely my least favorite show I've ever been to. Like, that's, yeah, that yeah. is definitive. I was going to ask you guys, like, what's your least favorite? It was up there. Like, the sound quality was terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the main thing for me, at least. And, like, the I know I was there for mainly Earl, and I don't know about you, Matt, but, like, uh, Earl didn't even show up. He he didn't. He, like, had a fight with, with Tyler, the creator. Yeah, that was, like, come. a whole free Earl thing. Right? Yeah. And, um... Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that show was kind of a bummer. And, and like the the other like I felt like we were one of the older people there. Like um, a lot of the kids there were in high school, and it looked like it was like baby's first uh, show, and they were like all trying to like punch each other and shit. And like and when they when they were taking too long to come out, there was like um, all this like I wouldn't say fighting, but like aggressive like shoving between people going on, and it was just I was just not having it really. I just wanted to see some like chill rap music and it didn't yeah happen. I, I i would say like the sound quality thing like i would say of all the music venues i've been to newport like fucks up the sound it's, most often that is very true newport yeah mm-hmm. can't get those levels right uh and it and like, yeah they were just like the vocals there were just so drowned out by the beat it was like you can't even hear yeah. what they're saying yeah that was that was awful oh but okay but also talking about shows that we went to with ian a birdie nom nom and Uzi in Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, that amazing. was sick. Was yeah. it, when is that one on your list? That that had to have been junior year, right? No, it's it's like that is uh, yeah, definitely junior year, and it comes after. I saw uh, Bad Religion and Jeff Mangum. I think before that, I'm not sure. Okay, but I know you guys weren't with me for either of those. Nope. So yeah. I think the next one that we went to all together was definitely that birdie nom nom show. Mm-hmm. Which, that was sick. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, shout out to Bernie Nom Nom if you guys have never heard them before. Uh, seriously, great DJs. They use all vinyl, like actually, to do their mixes. Um, actually, I think they're probably kind of popular at this point now, aren't they? Because they they like think, did some yeah, stuff with Skrillex and other yeah mm-hmm. bigger names. Um, yeah, but just to see them live, actually see them mixing live, like with their turntables out in front of them, like yeah. each one of them, and they don't one. come to America like ever, mm-hmm. and so that was a huge deal. Yeah, but that was my first Detroit, Michigan experience too. Same. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was crazy. Like driving past like the empty buildings downtown. Yeah, oh, gosh, when we like, went, when you it like, was like nighttime, and we pull up, and there's just like. You go through the industrial part of Detroit, yeah. and there's just fire. In the <laughs> yeah, it's like literally a gate to hell. It's like there's just burning gas coming out of the ground. Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, holy shit, the stories are true. Uh, and we also got off on the wrong exit, too, and like just went through a, a essentially a an urban desert. Like, every house was decrepit, and like it was bad. Um like not every part of Detroit is bad, but it's so funny that you guys like took the exit on the bad part. <laughs> yeah, we're like, what the hell? Lovely place, lovely yeah. place. 
Well, we were out until like sunrise that night too. I feel like we were out um, a while. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a wild night. Yeah. But if we backtrack just like a little bit, well, I saw Lollapalooza. I think was uh, the summer after freshman year. Oh, you went so to Lollapalooza. Yeah, I only went one year, I think. But I saw uh, Justice, Jack White, Tallest Man on Earth. That was the first time I saw him. Uh, Chili Peppers were one of the headliners. Then like Bass Nectar, Zed's Dead. That was like at the. That was also at the peak of like electronic and yeah. stuff when we like really into that. That's an awesome lineup. That would uh, be an awesome show to see. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Like that got me into like so many new artists like at the time for sure dude but then like sophomore year i think i we what i at least went to like a bunch of electronic shows that i do not remember sophomore <laughs> and junior year like i don't remember i like i think i saw rl grind but i can't be sure like i really don't know so i was this morning when i was like compiling this list of all the shows i've ever been to i was looking through an email address and i wanted to ask you about it matt did you um, let me see if I can find it. Um, because yeah. it was an electronic show, um, at the Bluestone. And this was in, well, I guess this is way later, actually. It was in 2014. Um, have you ever heard of the band Grammatic? Did you go to us? Because... Yeah. No, I, yeah, I think I did. I think we all went to that because there was a time where I went to the Bluestone for, uh, a, like Matt was saying, for an electronic show that I don't remember really. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. I was just looking through my tickets. I was like, I don't, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> was that like New Year's? I remember, I think I've gone to like two New Year shows at the Bluestone. No, but this I was, don't really remember. This was in April. So the ticket said April 16th oh. of 2014. I think maybe. I think so. I, th- I think I did though. I'm, I'm pretty sure it I did. It was like right before we graduated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like right before graduation pretty much. Okay, but when did we see Against Me? All right, so I have rancid first and then against me, but you're right. They could yeah, it could be right. flip flopped. No, I'm pretty sure we saw rancid first. Rancid I think first. We saw rancid first. I yeah, would put I I, so I would put both rancid and against me in my top ten as well. Absolutely, probably above Weezer for sure. And that this goes to say the intimate setting makes a show way better, mm-hmm. and just like um, how close like everybody was in that pit to these. Like Rancid is is a huge band, and so is Against Me. But sure. like we we're like just right up there with them and stuff. It's not an arena. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, both of them could probably sell out an arena or close to a smaller arena, probably. Yeah. But like, well, I mean, but Against Me used to do arenas. I think we probably saw them when they were not quite as popular as, as they like yeah. Sure. And like when we were in high school, they were probably way more popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When like Thrash Unreal mm-hmm. came out. Um, that's probably yeah. was like their their peak of, of mainstream popularity. But, yeah, um, but they're like the perfect size for Newport. That's like a show that was like yeah. perfect. And for and because Rance is older, you got all like the old punks there too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it was it was those were two. I like I'll, I guess I'll just lump them together because they came so close to each other. Those are just two great great punk shows. Right. Plus, anytime Matt loses a shoe in the <laughs> it's a great show. Oh, Did you lose your shoe at both of them? <laughs> I don't know about Rancid, but definitely against me. I think I love both shoes <laughs> on, like, separate occasions. Yeah. I remember after, um, oh, I can't remember which one it was after, but, like, all three of our shirts had gotten, like, ruined, essentially. <laughs> and we were just, it was raining outside, and we were just walking all the way back to our house, like, with no shirts on, and, like, just basically, like, bloodied uh, almost, <laughs> and, like, beaten up, like, from the mosh pit, like... 
It was. What was that one? I don't remember, but we were like, it was just like so sweaty. It's like I can't wear this. I think that was rancid. I think it was rancid. Yeah, like our shirts were literally like as as, had reached like peak, like like maximum wetness, stretched out. Yeah, (laughs) it's disgusting. (laughs) Um, Yeah, fucking great shows, and I haven't been to a like a like a mosh pit like that in a little while. Like I would love to. Menzingers was probably the yeah. Menzingers was the, was was the last oh, one like that. No, the most recent one was probably White Reaper. Yeah. Oh White yeah, Reaper you're right, you're right. But even even then, I didn't get as sweaty like as some like Not, like Ran- Rancid has yeah. such a large catalog of music to play. Like they could they could play for for hours and hours and hours. Like and I feel like those. I'm not sure about it against me, but I feel like the Rancid show was particularly long. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. Hmm. Did, uh, Trey, when did we see uh, We Are Scientists in Pause? That with oh, Ian. Right. Um, so that had to have been probably junior year, right? Either it had to have been. Had yeah. to have been, because Ian was still living with us at the time. Um, that, I think that was my first time at the basement, which is now, like, I think the basement and A&R Music Bar, like, mm-hmm. two sides of the same coin, probably, like, my favorite venue in Columbus. I would have to say the basement is my favorite. Um, A&R has a really annoying pillar that if you get stuck behind <laughs> it, you can't see oh, the band. Yeah, and people um, will shush you there. <laughs> we were shushed. <laughs> yeah, uh, comment in the comment sections if you've ever been shushed at a punk show before. <laughs> Way too loud. But no, Weird Sciences was awesome. That's like The basement is such a good venue because there's just um, a small pit with a little staircase behind it, and then there's like it's basically like a hallway. So... It's like the width of a hallway, and but you can just everything is pointing at the end, and the the stage is right at the end. So you can see pretty much everything from wherever you're standing in that venue. But then if you get down in the pit, there's just like a small little mosh pit. And uh, does it, does Express own both of those? I don't know if Express does. They're all part of um, what's that called? Promo West Promo Live. Promo West. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, the basement, A and R, and Express Live. But like L Brand, Brands owns Express Express like live, don't they? Or they just have their name on it's it. It's either sponsor. It might okay. be just sponsors. Okay. Because um, it used to be the uh, Lifestyle Communities. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how that works. Really. Yeah. Does that bring us up? Are we into 2014 now? Are we into yeah, senior th- year? Yet? This is. I think we're past. Like I think it, we're past senior year. Against me was the last one that I have until I go to Cleveland and have my most shameful concert experience. <laughs> um, Wait, which one's that? That's foreshadowing. <laughs> Zach Brown Band. Oh. Uh, is that 2015? I, w- I, was, de- I was lonely and looking for friends and went to, took, went to a Zach Brown Band on a, on a party bus with a bunch of people I didn't know. And it was, uh, it was horrible. <laughs> And I wanted to get drunk, but the beers there cost like ten dollars, so oh, I was oh I was sad. <laughs> it broke. It broke. That is sad. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Riley, were you there when we when we went to that Halloween show, the Beluga Whale con? The no, whale I, I, oh, man. I, I, like no, I diverged from you guys that night. I think um, I went. I did too. We were on the me same. And, me and Trey bus. went like got off the bus at some point. Mm-hmm. And we ended up going to some house parties and some college house parties and stuff, and that was oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, Encore and I had a bomb time at that show. Yeah, but that was at the Blue Zone that... as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
No, that was no, no, no. at the convention center. Oh, was at the yeah. convention center. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was. I get. Was okay. that during OhioCon or was that some other it was, convention? It was like a it Halloween. It was just like thing. a Halloween party thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. No, was, I, I did not go to. They that. did have like people were dressed up because it was Halloween, obviously. But okay, so when did we see uh, like Hopalong and Joyce Manor? So, the, so this is yeah further down the line, and this is what, where I say we all started getting into more of like the the new wave of emo sort of um, mm-hmm. yeah. is when this is kind of when that's started and we started going to like smaller shows like that and this sort of new renaissance of punk and emo music sort of came around. Um, Which but, one did we see first? Do you remember? Uh, Hopalong. Uh, let me look here. I believe. No, I think, we, I, no, we saw Joyce Manor first. I, to, I think we saw Joyce Manor first. And then, did we see Hopalong, and then the next day we saw Animal Collective? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or was yeah, it the same week? It was not the same. It was not the same night. We saw no. we saw them the next days. But yeah. yeah. But we were up in Cleveland, and then had to get back to yeah. Columbus for the Animal Collective. Yeah, concert. so I was living up in Cleveland at the time, and you guys came and visited me. Right. And we went and saw this Joyce Manor show, which was awesome. I can't, who was opening for them? I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Their, I don't know about the opener, but their concert was awesome. Was I would so say Joyce Manor was probably one of my top ten, maybe yeah. top five. Like, I'll also it say was that awesome. the, the, Grog the Grog Shop needs to be mentioned here as mm-hmm. as an, as yeah. one of my, if not my favorite venue of all time. Yeah, I was gonna say probably my favorite venue. Like I've only been to three shows there, but probably yeah. Yeah, every single one has been excellent. The, the sound is always excellent. Mm-hmm. The crowd, it's like the perfect size. Uh, the crowd is always into the music, and it, it's got like history as like a Cleveland venue, like Cleveland with like rock and roll music and stuff. Like, um, yeah, it's it's an awesome place. And you got to hang on the bar. Yeah, and they they have an I beam <laughs> that you can hang off of, and it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I think Joyce Manor was the one where like my phone like ended up on oh stage my... somehow. Yeah, you lost stuff. All the time. <laughs> you need like a Velcro outfit when you go to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to shows, dude. Yeah, we were phone. looking for your phone after the concert for a long time. Yeah, I know. And you found it. And we found it eventually. I found it. I went back to the bar and they had it. They're yeah. like, "Yeah, it was on stage." <laughs> oh my bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so the next one we did see together was also at Grog Shop, and it was it was Hop Along, mm-hmm. another excellent excellent show, top ten for sure. Yeah, that girl's like voice is amazing. Yeah, so amazing how accurate. I, I did not know that. She, yeah, it's insane that she was able to get recording studio quality vocals it live. It mm-hmm. was in, especially with how graspy and, and they are. Uh, it, yeah, that was unreal. But that kind of I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna go ahead. Did you have anything else to say for? No, I was just Hop gonna Long? say we almost never got to see Hopalong because we were going to see them in Columbus, and then they canceled. Do you remember that? Barely. Vaguely. Maybe it was only me <laughs> that was gonna see them, but yeah. And then, oh, okay. but then they were able to like reschedule to Cleveland or something. It was. It ended up being okay in the end. I'm so glad we went to that. That, that was yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. And then Animal Collective in Columbus. That was just crazy that we did both of those twice in a row yeah. yeah it was unfortunate we were a little late we didn't get to see very much but uh the set was insane yeah they had all those like blow up things like, with crazy faces like paper mache faces and stuff yeah, yeah. they're uh yeah the theatrics in that the, at that show were and and strange i didn't realize it but animal collective has an insane fan base like mm-hmm. there were some dudes there that were 
going apeshit like to these songs and like even like to, to like the weirdest like trippiest like interlude moments they were like oh like, <laughs> like you know, they were just going i don't know what kind of drugs that music on, will like, change the person yeah but there were some people that were like literally enthralled by every single second of that show which power to them but yeah that, yeah are, okay are we into 2015 now um Yes, we had this, this is how long was 2016. So yeah, no, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're past 2015. Well, okay. I really don't know. We okay, we so jumped like, over a, a big a big portion of the time where I was in Cleveland. I don't know what you guys were doing here in Columbus. Well, that's what I was trying to. I know think, you guys went to see Forecastle or something, right? Oh well, that yeah, yeah um, that was 2015, that. right, Trey? What's that? For we went to Forecastle summer of 2015. Summer 2015, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. We saw. Kaiza, Diarrhea Planet, yep. Paul's Man on Earth, Town Mouth, Always. Always, yep. What up? Um, the Revivalists were there. Um, we saw. Who else? Um, the Decemberists played, I think, but we didn't really watch them. No, I don't know. We just saw, like, a, a bunch of really good ones. Oh, it was, oh, like, it was amazing. Wait, you know one that we did skip over? White Reaper, Diet Sig, The Thermals, and then Diet Sig again. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was wondering <laughs> when that one was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was okay. before, that was... Was that pre-Cleveland? That was before? That was before Hopalong. That was before Hopalong. Was it really? I have it on my list as before Hopalong, but yeah, it kind of meshes together. I don't know, but you were... were... You were living in Cleveland, though, right, Riley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and you came for like the weekend. Yeah, it's All right. it's after Joyce Manor, but before Hop Along and Animal Collective. This was a crazy okay. day. This was an excellent day. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So to set it up for people, like this was Fourth and Fourth Fest that they moved to Ace of Cups. It wasn't on actually Fourth Street, but uh, like the notable bands that we saw were Diet Sig, The Thermals, and White Reaper. And then uh, there was like an after party show, just like in this house, and we saw Diet Sig yeah, in a basement. It was a basement show, yeah, and it was uh, crowded. It, uh, yeah, we go downstairs, and the ceiling was barely tall enough for you to stand, stand in. Yeah, and but the but also like Diet Sig was just like there, like mingling with people too. That was sick. Yeah, you're just, you could go up and like uh, play pool with them. And, yeah. And the, yeah. this, the thing that made me really sad about it, though, was that it was on the street that we used to live on, and that, like, punk house didn't exist at the at the time. Like, mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like we would have been there more. Um, yeah, for sure. I had no idea. Where, all right, where does that, uh, like, basement show rank for you guys? Because like, <laughs> that was just, like, one of the, like, I don't know, like, as far as the actual, like, music itself, I don't know if I would rank it so high, but, like, just that, like, in that kind yeah, of experience. Yeah, because you guys, is, had you seen Diet Sig, like, twice? Twice at, before, at this point? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was intimate, obviously, mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, I remember being, like, nervous to talk to her and stuff, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. Like, oh, are you in a band? <laughs> <laughs> so, you get you guys playing here, too? <laughs> but, yeah, um... Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, and yeah, and, and seeing the thermals after, I had I don't know about you guys, but like I had loved the thermals for a long time, and and seeing them play was sick. And then this was the first time I got to see White Reaper, who will become a, um, a reoccurrence for us in the future. One of our favorite bands, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I 
this is significant because I think I've seen White Reaper and Diet Sig probably most, the most. like tied yeah. for the most. Yeah, absolutely. We just saw Diet Sig so many times in like one year that they kept coming back to Columbus. They must have <laughs> like yeah. four times a year. Mm-hmm. But Dude, uh, so something about that that basement show. We were talking about like how a more like a smaller crowd, more intimate show makes it better. That's like as small as you get. That's is that the, yeah. the best? That's like no, that because that was uncomfortably small. Yeah, like, is, that, some, is there a little bell curve to that where you come back on the <laughs> yeah, bad side? Yeah, yeah. So. it's it's like yeah. what is it? It's like a it's a it's a right shifted like bell curve. Like <laughs> it's yeah. you don't want to go over it too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I did appreciate it. Like appreciated the experience of it. You know, absolutely. It was not like I wouldn't want to always see a show like that, but it was amazing to like be a part of it once. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, most Trey, I was I was thinking there was a bunch of shows that we went to like when we had just moved into uh, like the View. We did. You, I don't I, like a uh, greeting committee. Do you remember greeting committee? greeting committee? I do not have that one on my list. That was a great show. That was another one in the was, basement. I knew that I had seen some more yeah. bands there, but I couldn't really uh, remember. Yeah. Um, also, the first time we saw a White Reaper was at the basement. That was sick. No, that was at A and R. Oh, A and R, A and R, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, but that was awesome. That was a great show. Um, we taught kids how to mosh. <laughs> like little <laughs> kids, like like young high school kids that were like timid about oh, nice. uh, about music and like, how do you be, teach being in the pit? Do you so, teach like, the mosh by like fucking no, throwing them into really it? Easy. You just yeah, you just yeah, push yeah, you a uh, you push a mat <laughs> into a small kid, and then they they push back. So yeah, that's how it starts. <laughs> I that was so much fun. And greeting committee was like a Monday or something. It was like one of the CD one hundred two five Lodo shows. Yep. But yep. Work I didn't think that I'd heard of them terrible. before. Huh? <laughs> work the next day was awful. <laughs> oh yeah. I spent like thirty dollars in beers at that show or something. Oh god, <laughs> they were probably all like two dollar PBRs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he drank uh, fifteen it was all beers. Like, yeah. like tall boys, Miller Tall Boys or something. All right. What's the uh, next one then? Is it I, okay? I saw. I have cloud nothings as our next one as all together. Which one? The oh, cloud nothings at A and R. A and R. Yep. A. Yeah. I I saw yeah. Skoshank Redemption before that, but I don't know if you guys were there or not. I saw Skoshank at Shrunken Head. Oh, this was in Cleveland, so oh, you guys okay. weren't there. Okay. No, I didn't see that one. But yeah, cloud nothings is the next because I had basically just moved back to Cleveland at this or Columbus at this time. I think this is the first one we all went to together after I came back. So yeah, uh, and that was that and was, I got stuck and I got. Sh- you got what? I got shushed. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was the the infamous shushing event. But that was um so the the opener. Let's yeah, talk about let's the, say, opener. the opener was yeah it was like the most dichotomous opener for a for the cloud nothings. So it was like a eighties. Like chill, like chill electronic wave. Electronic kind of, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were literally just DJs like pressing play. I swear, like yeah. they were just pressing play on their iPods pretty much. And it wasn't and even like good. It was like no, we were just what like having a conversation. The guy turns around and is like, Shh. <laughs> like please don't talk during this. So, like, <laughs> please don't talk during the right. performance. I'm tripping. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and so then we went outside. Like it was, and we like where all the other like cloud cloud nothings fans were and we just shat talk like <laughs> whatever the opener was for the next like uh 30 minutes 
Yeah, we yeah. ended up like talking to these people, and we were like, uh, "So you think these guys suck too?" <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, "Yeah, like, I, I thought we were the only ones." <laughs> and, yeah, so uh, actually, props that uh, Shush guy for bringing us together with other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like we would we would rather stand out in the freezing cold than listen to that music more. Like yeah. it was like, um, I'm trying to trying to recall more about that, but um, I really can't. We got pretty messed up, but that show was really good. <laughs> like last nothing's was awesome. Yeah, but their so- sound their sound was like a little bit off, though I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was a little too loud. But I always, so that was the second time I'd seen the Cloud Nothings, and they always close with that song. It's like oh, I thought. I would be more, and that they always like string it out for like fifteen minutes, and they just go nuts. I, I love it's, that as a closer. That was yeah, so so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that was that was another one where we're all sweaty and shit. Yeah, was, those was, are the best ones, though. Those mm-hmm. are always the best ones. All right, and then right. after that, Matt, I think it was Roswell Kid, Jeff Rosenstock, and the Menzingers, which I may place as number one concert of all time. Yeah. I think I might put it number one too. of all time. Yeah. I think so, man. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely top three for sure. That was excellent. Mm-hmm. And and not and we were just speaking about acoustics, like uh, the Metro in Chicago where we saw this. Uh, well, it was like they they got the sound like perfect. Um, so perfect, like it, literally, like studio. It was like a Newport sound. sized, if not a little bit bigger than Newport sized um, venue. Uh, but the acoustics were like a thousand times better than anything I'd ever heard of the Newport. Um, yeah. And like, yeah, that really made the show. Mm-hmm. And because we just like, we didn't know who Roswell kid was, but they put on a sick show. Yeah. And then we just kind of like chilled while Jeff Rosenstock like did an amazing set. Yeah. And then when Menzingers played, it just went absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got dropped on my like head. I, I had blood all over my shirt after like I was done. I don't know who, if it was mine or not. Well, like... <laughs> yeah, I, I almost passed out from just like being drunk and yelling every single lyric. Yeah, yeah. This is the Menzingers is one of those bands that we know every lyric to every one of their songs, and um, yeah, it was it's so fun. And everybody else there loved them. Too. Like you could tell the whole crowd just loved it. Um, yeah. And that was like a little adventure. Like that, what made that night even better was it was, it was like a road trip for us. Like we went up and like had this sweet uh, Airbnb in in Chicago, and we're, was, we were like watching Jeopardy at like some shitty local bar. Like until the yeah. show started, like that was that was a, a fun day. Like I like that. Yeah, a lot. that um, was a yeah. Just overall, that experience was awesome. Mm-hmm. The show, everything before and after. Yeah, and you're speaking of the Menzingers, you're gonna see them in Germany. Like, I, I, yeah. I need to know the difference between like a German <laughs> audience for the Menzingers versus an American one. I'm so curious to know. Also, I think this will be my first ever concert by myself. Oh Have yeah, you guys wow. ever been to a concert just by yourself? Um, I haven't. No. No. Yeah, I've always been. I'm with somebody super else. interested to see what the experience will be like. You know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you think you'll go as Ham by yourself? I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I won't. It's hard to it. unless you have like. You usually like start with your friends. You fuck around with them. You push them a little bit, and yeah. then you end up like I, yeah. getting into the it main. Depends lunch. on the crowd. If everyone else is though, then I'll I'll do it. But I don't want to get like super fucked up either because I have like then you're all no alone. one to save me. If something <laughs> yeah. goes wrong. Don't That's lose true. your shoes, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will help you. I gotta don't double waste my shoes this time. 
this is fun. This is a kind of a tangent, but like me and Trey went to this like local, very local, like that was it Battle of the Bands or something the other night at this place on Fifth. Matt, do you do you recall King, the Five on King bar or something? Oh, this place, yeah. Um, I've been there, but I've, I've never seen music. Yeah, there. There, we like we yeah we went to the, see this um mu- we went to see this like I don't know what it was. It was it was a bunch of bands from Columbus playing. Oh, that was amazing. Or, and it was re- it was like almost revival music of early the bands that you would have listened to in high school. It was like early it was like early pop punk pop punk emo like. <laughs> It's yeah. like the high school bands that we used to listen to go to small shows around our hometowns. They grew up and didn't stop doing. Yeah, it. these guys were like forty <laughs> and like still doing screamo music. And there was like four people there, like plus mm-hmm. plus me and Trey. And then Trey just started like moshing by himself, like in the front. <laughs> like, it was hilarious. And then I went and started pushing you, and we were like the only two people like pushing each other, You're just trying and, to like, have a good time. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that just reminded me of like going to a concert by yourself and whether or not you would jump in by yourself and Trey obviously Mm -hmm. would if he had had (laughs) enough beer Um. (laughs) alright but another road trip was uh, White Reaper that was just this year right summer 2017 yeah that was that kind of jumps forward a little bit Um, I was going to say we before that we saw do you want to go on the on chronological or road trip path no, go chronological. What, what was it uh, for me yeah. after that? I have. Um, was it sports and diet sig, or was it? Yeah, I, or was I it white That's reaper? What I was going to say I had them somewhere. Or Pine Grove. It, these kind of all. I think Pine Grove was after sports. Yeah, I think Pine Grove was after. Okay, so I think it was sports and diet sig, after before white reaper yeah i think so uh but uh which Grove was notable because it was at park street that was the first time i'd ever been to that yeah and that was mm-hmm. and to me in my head park street is always like kind of a broy place to go but mm-hmm. but yeah pine Grove was playing which is like the anti-bros um yeah they were the, really good though. i yeah, i, I did not like that venue no, the bar like the splits. Up. Yeah, the bar splits the stage, the yeah. the, the, the pit area. Yeah, it's almost halfway between the door and the yeah. stage. It creates so, this it horrible. It, into... it creates a horrible bottleneck, so you can't actually. If you're not there super early, you can't get to like closer to the stage. You're like right. trapped in the back. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I have yeah, only been there the one other time. Okay, but but before I forget, have you guys ever listened to Mets? Mets M E T Z Mets M E T Z it's no. why is it is it have you talked about them before because it's they do sound familiar. no i, I haven't talked to them, them before but they are, they have to have been in like your recommended artists or something okay because but they're gonna be in madrid next weekend so i think oh, we nice. can go see that one i'm not like a huge fan of their music but mm-hmm. maybe i'll get into it if i go sweet you're seeing some good music while you're out there that's yeah. awesome um, no, i'm trying there's really not that many like good bands on tour right now that are coming to madrid specifically but not, like I'm like, it's like a good reason to go fly to other cities in Europe, mm-hmm. is to like go see a concert or something, you know. But I I would like to one of the notable things about the Pine Grove show is that one of the openers, they all put their instruments down and started reading passages from books. 
during one of the, I was like, this is the most pretentious shit I've ever seen. And the, and the dude who had an instrument, it was a speak and say. And he was making it spell like, uh, I don't know, pre- pretentious phrases and stuff. <laughs> like, I was like, really? Yeah. You know how we were talking about how uh, good theatrics make a good show? Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> it's like, kids, like, that was a little overboard. You're trying too hard there, buds. Um, but, uh, yeah. I guess the, the only thing that was really notable about the sports and Diet Sig thing was that Diet Sig blew a speaker or something, and it was like it ruined the, the second half of their performance, I oh, felt really? like. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we not that was the first time I'd ever been to the cafe. Yeah. Did you like that? I like that venue. Yeah, no, it was it was nice beyond the the screwed up speaker. But yeah, yeah. The, but definitely the next big one that we were all together with Will was No Parents slash White Reaper. Uh, yeah. In, in Cincinnati, that's another. That, yeah, I got pretty sweaty for that. One. <laughs> yeah, because Trey and I started mocking during No Parents. <laughs> no Parents was the stop. best surprise of my life. Like it was, I was like, this band is called No Parents. How, how good can they be? Uh, they were pretty damn good. I like them. Yeah, they were. They, they were, were definitely like, a guilty pleasure. Yeah, so like guilty pleasure emo music. Yeah. Um, Plus, your friends can hang. Yeah, uh, and I had a I bunch was... of. I was uh, at the beginning of this podcast. I was saying that a lot of my friends from high school didn't like the music that I liked, and uh, this was sort of a reunion with them, and they came to the show with us, and. They were moshing with the rest of them, uh, like all, and some of them I'd never even probably thought had listened to this kind of music in their life. Were just taking cues and just jumping up, jumping in there, and that was pretty awesome. I enjoyed that. That, yep. that was part of what made it so much fun was that we had like a legit like gang of we people. Had a crew. There was like oh, yeah. ten yeah. people that came with us or something. And we yeah, had also no matter... we had also drank a lot of very nice bourbon right before we, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a little tiny oh. crappy apartment like, downtown <laughs> Cincinnati. Um, it was great though. The pit was awesome because no matter who you're bouncing off of, you're going to be in sight of one of your friends. Like yeah, because it was like the the venue was like a hallway. Mm-hmm. It was like. Pfft, like very, if you could, if you that sound effect means hallway. Next means rectangular room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for those just listening, you don't have the video podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, what was the name of that venue? Do you remember? Uh, sh- shit. Wasn't I, it technically Kentucky? I don't remember. Yeah, it was in Kentucky. I'm going to edit it in uh, right now. Madison Live. All right, we're back after editing in that, <laughs> that venue name. Um, let's see, and then I think the last one. We all saw together. It's big ups. Big good, ups. Good dude. one to good one to go out on. Mm-hmm. Uh, sad the venue as well. Yeah, and that's and sadly, uh, one of the coolest venues in Columbus is closing. Double happiness that housed big ups. Um, like we were literally, essentially, you're on the stage essentially mm-hmm. when you're at that place. Like the stage is a is like a two inches off the ground, just right in front of the. Yeah, it's also like a hallway. Yeah, it's uh, also just, <laughs> just a <laughs> hallway. With, uh, like, uh, there, there are stair steps up. So there, there are, like, three or four levels of that place. But then yeah. everything kind of funnels down and focuses onto the stage as you walk down mm-hmm. this hallway. Yeah. It really was just, like, a bar that had a stage for music, for yep. people to play music on. Yeah, I, I, I will recount my funny story from this night, though. Um, it was right before Big Ups was supposed to going on, go on, and I, I like was was in the bathroom taking a piss and the um 
the stall door of that like there's a urinal oh, and then there's a stall door the stall the start stall door is not attached to the stall it's just a plank of plywood that you have to like hold on your lap while you're shitting <laughs> like, <laughs> and there was a guy in there shitting i was like what the hell and um and he came out and we were both washing our hands next to each other and i didn't know who it was and then um we went down the stairs together and like we were then trey and matt and i were all queued up in the in the on the in the uh pit area and then the same guy who was shitting with the cardboard or the the plywood on top of him was the lead singer of big ups and he told this story at the very beginning he's like you know when you're on tour and you just have to shit about 11 times a day <laughs> like this was one of those days and then he just went into the set like <laughs> i was just cracking up yeah um dude but he was he was so good live he was like he was so gr- animated it was very great animated. i had never seen like his stage presence was so awesome and uh like his his like just his movement around there was a time where he like went outside yeah like and was like screaming out people like on the patio very, in the very beginning because like they yeah, just no, started their set and he was trying to get people in yeah so. yeah he was like lying on the ground there's one the, the one that sticks out to me most was he put he like dropped the microphone on the floor and then just fell down next to it and was yeah. just screaming into it on the ground. Like he wasn't <laughs> even holding the microphone; it was just on the floor and he was just on all fours yelling into it. Yeah. Like he's just always doing something, always moving. He had very odd, yeah. like uh, like hand motions and things and stuff when he was. Uh, yeah, it was probably he was like go, he was like yelling at us in the crowd. Like he would go right up to people's faces. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. would just get yeah because it was such a small venue and like yeah. it was basically the stage. Yeah, he was just like, like he, right next to you the whole time. He might be like my like favorite front person. Yeah, I've yeah. Ever seen and he's got it down. Him. It's like if you're gonna be a front man and not play an instrument or something, you have to be interesting on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, and he definitely you perform some other way than just yeah, your exactly. Because if you're when you're not singing, if you're just standing there, it's kind of boring. Like, um, yeah, that's probably I would put that in my top five, maybe top three shows. I really, really, really love that show. Um, yeah, definitely up there. Because I, I had been digging Big Us for a long time, and I thought it was going to be packed. I thought there was going to be tons of people there. There was like the majority of the people at this show were the other band, like the other bands playing. And fans, yeah. yeah, just fans, probably less than twenty people. Yeah, le- very definitely less than twenty actual fans mm-hmm. uh, who weren't like openers. Um, yeah, they should have played Atheist Health though. But they they couldn't because the the bass string broke. Remember, <laughs> dude. But the thing is, you can play it with a broken uh, <laughs> bass string. Did he break his top string or his low string? Like his uh, like uh, was it G string? He broke his G string. His G. Yeah. I mean, mm. yeah. I mean, you could play everything on one fret if you really needed to, but like, <laughs> it's it's too difficult. What I do you think. say? He's like, oh, sorry, we're not that good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's so fast that it's just, like, didn't want to play it. Yeah. But, but you could totally, like, all you had to change was, was, like, one note or something in that song. It's really, like, I think they could have done it. But they they played some good ones, though. Um, oh, yeah. They played everything else that I wanted to hear. That was sick. I would. I hope that they come out with a new album soon or start releasing some singles because it's been quite some time since mm-hmm. their sophomore album. Oh, yeah. Dude, hey, a uh, great uh, tie-in into our uh, Best of 2017 Oh yeah, be one of our anticipated albums. That's a, yeah, we, that's a 2017 coming up here, folks. Yeah, we, we got to do that one. I mean, soon-ish. Yeah, in December. Do it. Yeah, we were late last time, so yeah, we should definitely do this by do that by the. Our, it should be our December podcast essentially. Um, yeah, did you start a list already? 
or kind of mentally? <laughs> I, I, no, I actually had not even thought about it until you said something about it. So, um, I, 2017, I, I, just as a teaser, I feel like 2015 and 2016 were like watershed years in, in great music. I can't quite recall the ones that I loved so much in 2017. I think it was a slower year. Um, but I'll yep, have to yep. look. I'll have to look back and see. I may. So I may be forgetting. I would say it's kind of like uh, front loaded. Twenty seventeen was front loaded. Yeah, definitely. I haven't. I haven't been too enthralled by many things that have been coming out very recently. Yeah, but when I I did actually yesterday go back and start looking at it briefly, and there there are some good ones that came out like over the summer and more recently. But yeah, I would say we'll, we'll talk about it in the yeah, yeah. next episode more. And all right, I think we we hit the hour and eight minute mark right now. I think we did a pretty good job on time. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, any, that was fun. I'm glad we did this one. Like, yeah, no, that was that was really fun. So just to, like, fun to yeah, just to get it all. Yeah, it's it's it was fun to like try to remember them all. Oh my gosh! And then go through them. I have like 44 something concerts that I went to, and it just took so much effort this morning to <laughs> pull this list together. Yeah. It, yeah, trying to put them in order was just a stupid activity. Oh, <laughs> I, I originally had them chronologically trying to do like a high school, like college, and then like post college. I gave up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is like it's so like, blended together that the only thing I could do was like, all right, who was with me and where was I living? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, it was yeah. it was really fun to like think about and remember like all the crazy concerts we went to so the craziest one that i went to modest mouse the day of knee surgery oh yeah and you got the you got the handicap spot right so like i had knee surgery like that day and i was really upset that i was going to miss modest mouse and uh my dad ended up renting a wheelchair for me like (laughs) i i i had been through the surgery it was early in the morning i went home like ate a bunch of pain pills and i was like i I still have to go to this concert. So mm-hmm. my dad like dropped me off in a wheelchair that he rented and like I pushed myself like up into the concert. He didn't even venue. push you? He just like left well, you he there? Couldn't, he couldn't get in. You know? Okay. <laughs> he just see us on? No, but Kelsey was there though. She, okay. like, she like met me there. Yeah. And uh, like helped me through like the venue. And then this guy, like a security guy was like, you want to get up to the handicap spot? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So he grabbed my chair and like the LC that has a huge grass hill. Um, with uh, there's cement walkways up, so mm-hmm. he like pushed me all the way up this like pretty decent sized grass hill, yeah. and then you Sweat just sit like uh, you sit up around the upper rim and watch from uh, like way up high. And but it was kind of nice. I had like a little chair the whole time. Yeah. And my leg propped yeah. up. I was feeling good <laughs> uh, on painkillers. Yeah. It's like bringing your own lawn chair. Yeah, that moves. Like you can go like uh, just you know right up. Yeah. You'll never forget that one, you know? Oh, yeah. That was probably one of my more favorite concert experiences, even though I don't remember much of it. Yeah. All right, I have to throw one last one out. When uh, uh, Preston DJed at JP's Halloween party. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to count these as concerts. (laughs) Dude, I did. Because it's so funny. I do specifically remember this. It, wait, wait, wait. Was this the one where where Ian got uh, in trouble with the cops because he was wearing yeah, the, yeah. the, the yeah, Jake the Dog mask? Cool. He's like, hey, banana yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was, was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, is that all we got? Yep, that's all we got. We're going we're gonna to sign off here. 
Okay, listeners, tell us your favorite concerts. Yeah, and a comment, like, subscribe, really helps us out. Um, comment, yeah, what's your favorite concert you've ever been to? Yeah, tell us. Yum, I'm looking at you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the only Peace. one who might... <laughs>